All right. Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 129. Uh, right now, um, I want to give a shout out to Borders X. Shout out to Alan Lewis and the whole Border X crew for letting us do the podcast. Uh, my guest for today, uh, I did his podcast about two times. I follow him and I try to listen to his podcast on Super Audio Network. My boy Phoenix, and he has a podcast called the VIP Podcast. Yes, sir. Fix, what's up, man? All right. Now, before we get started, you call me Phoenix right now. <laughs> Felix, Felix. Fix, fix, fix. Fix. There we go. I don't know why you say Felix, Felix, like that. You have that, you have that P-H-I-X. It's, it's, it's happened to me before where some guy said, um, hey, I heard some guy named Spinks. Uh-huh. Is gonna promote her. <laughs> Spinks? Spinks. And oh. I was like, yeah, it's Spinks, bro. Uh-huh. And I remember I was presented on stage while well, I'm a rapper, too. Oh, wow. On the side. Uh, he introduced me as Dark Man 6'4. Dark Man 6'4? <laughs> it's supposed to be Dark Ghost 6'4. Uh-huh. I don't know. That shit was embarrassing because I'm a dark guy. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not that very light skinned so mm-hmm. it was funny to be introduced as dark man 64 and brought into the faces of the people at the bar <laughs> but yeah it's like funny. oh darkness darkness is spreading like freaking yeah, exactly, Dave Chappelle exactly bro oh my, well my bad fix <laughs> there we go thanks <laughs> man hey but I just want to say uh, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast yeah. uh, I really appreciate it man it's like uh, there was a guest that dropped and didn't want to do it he got cold feet I was like I get my boy Fix on the VIP because I know we talked here and there, and it's like, dude, I gotta get you on. You know, thank you for having me, dude. Hell yeah, man, dude, I love going on your podcast. <laughs> the second time when you do, it's like, man, I should go get some tacos because you know you're gonna have some fucking <laughs> drinking games. And I'm like, goddamn, man. And I when I saw the cups, I was like, man, I hope it's not 99 bananas. Now, the first time, the first time the guest comes on, uh huh. Um, I feel like. They've seen what we do on the network. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they know they're gonna get into some crazy shit. But uh, when we have when we do what year was that? Which is a segment. Yeah. The drinking game. Yeah. We start off with a little song. What year? Was that? Yeah. And people are like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" I love you that, man. I, mean? I can see Drake's face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and the end of the song is "Let's Get Drunk." Uh huh. So everyone's like, "Oh man!" Sometimes people come in like shit this was gonna make me drink or chug some liquor and uh-huh. it's not like that man uh-huh so what i do is uh the object of the game is just to i give you the year of an event that happened and you have to give me that answer uh-huh. i have the dings and the whistles the sound effects to make it seem so fun you know what i mean yeah and you know i have five mystery cups behind me oh. and i hide <sighs> certain shots and drinks under that cup so they don't know so but the beautiful thing is that if they get the answer right i have to drink what's under those cups that's what i'm talking about but if they get it wrong they have to drink it Uh now back in the day i started off with just bringing a six pack of modelo or pacifico Uh uh-huh and when people lost they were like oh fuck it cool beer and then they lost and fuck it i'll drink another one uh-huh. It came to a point where they were they were losing on purpose to drink. And my mom, she's the one that told me, hey, uh, you need to change it up. Because your mom watches the show too, huh? She watches the show and no, she's our sponsor. And you, and you have, 
What? And you had her on too? Yes. She was our wow. sponsor. Camacho's Mobile Bar is our sponsor, and that's my mom. Like, she, that's her company that uh-huh. she has going on, and she's doing well. Uh-huh. And she's like, you need to give people what they don't like to drink. Like, give them the whack stuff. Uh-huh. So I remember I started off going to liquor stores and just buying the 99 cent shots and all the flavors that are like shit. You know what I mean? Tastes like we're talking pomegranate, jalapenos, vodka, uh, unicorn, uh, unicorn juice. We're talking fucking. I once brought a a a, a, a sperm tail of cream liqueur. God damn. Just stupid shit like that. So when you see it, you're like, oh, man, I do not want to drink this. So when that happens, you're like, well, then you keep winning and you won't have to drink this. You know what I mean? So that's the beautiful point. And people tune in to watch me drink fucking liquors that are just fucking gross, bro. <laughs> the, only, the only one I would drink is a King's Cobra. <laughs> because it tastes like strawberries to me. <laughs> yeah. And if you notice on the episodes, when I get King Cobra, Dre's like, ah, that's like water to him. I'm like, motherfucker, you swear I'm out here drinking King Cobra and fucking vodka and good shit, dude. tequila and all that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I do not drink liquor, but for the sake of the content of the podcast and the viewers, mm-hmm. they like to see me fucking get drunk. Yeah. And sometimes they won't go as planned because I'll end up... I had three episodes where everybody got everything right and I had to drink it everything god damn so it was really hard to keep my shit together <laughs> and have the podcast go as thank god for that up. taco place right right by there yes sir. what's the name of that taco place uh, uh we just call it the taco house the ta- because it looks like a house it does right it looks like a house and- when, when we went drunk because after because i didn't when you when i had to drink that bus shot that was the first time ever i drank a bus shot Really? Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and so, what was the percentage? 16, 17, like. Yeah. And, we, and I don't know what. I was like, hey, man. When he told me, Megan, man, you can have anything you want. I said, what? Just give me some lingua. Give me some cow tongue. I had three of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, I was, and you looked at me, Megan, man, what's up? Why are you crying? Is this stuff fucking chilly? Oh, you were sweating from that salsa. I love salsa. Chili. I was sweating, dude. Like, <gasps> I, I just couldn't do it. You the guy was sweaty. like, you got any water? It's like, 50 cents. It was like, oh shit! It's like whatever, <laughs> but it was that I like salsa like that where it just kicks you, dude. Because that that to me it, it gets me a little bit more sober. Yep. I, I just what is this that we're drinking right now? I don't know. It's like a pilsner with some strawberry jam or with some. Mint. It's pretty good, huh? It's a mixture, huh? For the people that don't know, we're at Border X in Bell, California, yeah. right now. So if you think we're getting drilled by some giant machine or constructions in the back these are guys actually making beer right behind us right now right yeah they're right there making beer right now that's crazy i know it's crazy man that's amazing hell yeah man and we're live on ig so let's see what's up uh coach max uh the shadow what's up guys what's up what's up what's up yeah so yeah man so uh ever since uh going on your show um there's one thing i like about your show you like it's more relaxed chill it's how how did he start with a super audio like in the garage? Like it just it must took a forever just to have how he wants it to be. Super the super audio network, uh, the way it is right now, this is like like we found our home finally. So before it started, Dre used to live Dre the producer, the the owner, the CEO of Super Audio Network. Yeah. He used to live in a in Bell on a different side of town. And he built this uh, this studio. Mind you, it was a lot smaller. I would say maybe 
almost more than half as small as what he has now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Picture uh, where we talk. You know how he has that, the side stage for yeah, the yeah. comedy shows? Yeah, yeah. He, picture the, the only just where we talk. That's and, it. And that's it. Wow. And right here where we, at, where we were at, like, it looks like organized. Like, he, he got decorative, you know? Yeah. And the last one, that shit looked like straight out something out of Tron, bro. Like, like we were packed. And it was just a little table that he fucking drilled with the fucking plywood. And it was just different. But the guy, his imagination when it comes to the technology and the way that he works, yeah. it's, it's so unique. Especially because he's a gamer himself. And he was into EDM and the rave scene and all that shit that you know where yeah the flavor of his town came from you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so it was really small uh he used to work for skate shops back in the day if you look it up he was also on mtv's true life or something like that where he was a backyard wrestler what yes no way jay used to be a fucking backyard wrestler uh, he had his own federation there's footage federation yes <laughs> he had a federation back in the day there would be federations in different cities and these dudes would meet up in one city and give everybody a good show god damn and it was funny because in his footage it's good footage they have routines and stuff and you would see in the back, like, the, el the elotero watching, <laughs> the grandma with all her kids right there sitting down watching the wrestling match. <laughs> they was fucking bashing each other with garbage cans. So the guy, he came from that to growing, to getting into audio engineering, to being a rapper, to living his own life with music, all that shit. I think he just grabbed everybody and just put it, everybody in his brain when you walk into the podcast because like i remember you're telling me from time to time when i when you do invite me yeah. oh this is dre's brain yeah. yeah yeah this is dre's brain and and you know the guy he's super nice you know so he can be a dick at times but that's his character but you know what i think in a way he was kind of more didn't want to talk be a dick maybe yeah. because he know but when he knows megan man hey what's up oh it takes time oh yeah believe me dude if he sees that that you're following the movement and support it and are really about it, he, he shows so much love, bro. That's what I've been doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ever notice I tag and, you? Yes, and, you... and I'm pretty sure that's why, you know? Because yeah. we've had other podcasts that just get there to our network just to have somewhere to do a podcast. And these people just would post and post and never supported the network, even though they were in the network working there. You know what I mean? And some of those people didn't make it because we didn't... It's like you're just here for the equipment. You're not here for the reason we're trying to do this. Because mm -hmm. back then it was only two shows, three shows. It was uh, the Super Audio the super audio Show, which was Dre's show. Mm -hmm. It was the Hot Box, which yeah. was me and my boy uh, Ifkis. And another one called uh, Late Night Stories, which was sex stories with uh, some guys from uh, Scumbags. So... From then on, it just grew and grew and grew, and uh, the guy lived in a tiny apartment, and he just had to, he, I, he got his shit together, and he got himself a house, bro, you know what I mean? And nice house. The house that he lives in is oh, amazing. Yeah. So when we moved there, he told me, he told us, we're going on a three-month vacation, I'll see you guys in three months. So, okay, so for three months, we did not do 
anything. We had no podcast. We did not do anything. I was forced to buy my fucking own equipment because I was going crazy because I need to do my podcast. That's it, huh? You know it, what I mean? Isn't that weird? Like, you take a break, like, you fiend for, like, crack. Like, I got to do a podcast. Yes. Yes, because it's it's somewhat... It's somewhat... Um, therapeutic. You know what I mean? Dr. Phil. Yeah, exactly. Like... You know, people don't understand when we do podcasts... Why do you do podcasts for? It's a waste of time. Well, it can help with people. It can help. A, it can help a lot of people out. To me, I said like podcast saved my life. Yeah. And if it wasn't for podcasts, I don't know where I'll be. Yeah. I need it because it helps my helps me overcome and defeat my depression. The, the the beautiful thing about it is that I didn't know that I wanted to be a podcaster. I didn't know what podcast meant. Did you do it on accident? That's the thing. I was interviewed by Dre. He took his equipment to the Stardust in Downey, California. Uh-huh. And I performed, and they told us, okay, whoever performs, after you're done performing, go to that little table over there and get interviewed by the guy that's over there. He's going to interview you. Okay. I went to that little table, and there was this goofy guy with a beard and a fucking Nintendo hat. <laughs> this... This girl with him, uh-huh. which is his wife. Yeah. And this funny ass big black dude that was fucking just clowning me. Now, if you didn't know what was going on, you would have probably got mad. Not you specifically, but the person sitting there like, what the fuck? This was a shitting on me. But me, I know what comedy is. Yeah. And I know the intentions of people when they speak. They want to roast you, but it's just, it's fun and games. But after it's like, hey, man, you know, I'm just doing it just to get a crowd. But, I, you know, I still love you. So they were being fucking funny. They were cracking some jokes. And then we started talking. They asked me if I wanted to be a rapper. I said, I'm Dark Ghost Fix. They said, you're a ghost. Oh, boo. And all. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious, right? That's the way that the podcast rolls. Yes. But since then, he told me, hey, you know what? Come get interviewed on my show at my house. I like the way you talk on the microphone. All right. I showed up with with Ifkis. And we had episode... I don't know what episode number it was. But we were on the on the Super Audio Show. And he interviewed us. We had a great time. And after that, he was like, Hey, um, you said you do uh, like blogs. Because I did sports blogs. Okay. I like talking about soccer and all that shit. Okay. And he was like, If you guys can make a show... Uh, if you guys want I'll give you a slot here And I'll let you guys talk here And I'll help you guys out So from then on Me and my friend made the hot box Which was sports Culture And music You know We talked about everything And Yeah He gave us a show Like I, I I was like Oh shit I'm a podcaster now Like I have A platform And I have somebody doing everything All I have to do is Talk. Show up and talk. That, oh. You know what I mean? That's a life right there. He's like, <laughs> I, like, you're doing all the network, like, oh shit, the wire, what, what's wrong with the TV? He's like, all that. And the crazy thing is that this was all for free. He just w- needed people to be there with him to, sh- to push the audio network, you know, Super Audio Network. Oh, yeah. And I was all about it. I was all about it. We went maybe 70, 70 something episodes as the hot box was fixing it kiss and uh there was falling out there was a falling out 
between my producer and my co-host. Now, my co-host, Ickes, was the one that created and made the hot box. So, when he dispersed, he took his idea with him. And... To form another podcast? Yes. To, no, he took his show with him without me. Because here I am torn between my best friend, oh, my partner, man. and my dream. My new love. Podcasting. Got, got jealous. Yes. And it was like, you can go with him or you can he stay here with me. And it was like a fucking movie. I had to look at my brother, my partner, and say... Good luck. I'm staying. Fuck. You know what I mean? That's what I did to my ex, my ex girlfriend. <laughs> I'm picking, picking my pockets over you. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and he's and and he kind of he he was mad at me for a, quite a while. He he was just shitting on me. He said, "Oh, you you," he said, "Fuck the show. You left me. You hung me up to dry. You didn't back me up. All this stuff." And yeah, maybe it didn't. Maybe I didn't, because I felt like like I want to do something. I want to make my creation happen. There's there's something I want to do here, and something's telling me that I need to be here. You feel it, don't so, you feel it? Like yes. you feel in your heart, like if I stay here long, something's gonna come big out of it. And Dre told me, "Hey, so you're gonna stay here, right?" I said, "Yes." So I was just featuring. I was just bouncing around every show. And I was like, you know what? I can make a show. He goes, if you can make a show and show me your concept, I'll give you a slot twice a month. And if you do fucking good, I'll give you once a week. So I got my shit together. And he's like, so who's your co-host? I go, I don't have nobody. He goes, so you're going to be a one-man show? I was like, yeah. He goes, good luck. He told me that. He was like, good luck. You think it's because when he said it like that, like, he thinks, like, usually some people it's good to have been a two-man team or two people. Maybe like, he was used to seeing me with the partner, with the co-host, you know? He, I mean, we went 70 episodes. Dude, so. but you do good by yourself. So that's the thing. Uh, before I got into all this shit, I used to throw shows back in the day. Yeah. And I used to talk to so many artists. There was no artist that... That I just didn't say no to You know what I mean Cause I remember when I didn't have shit And somebody helped me So My thing is If you need my help I'm here for you Like I'm gonna help you get your start To what you're gonna do And I did And some people fucking took off You know what I mean That's fucked up No some No some, like took off Like took off like they, You gave them an idea And they took off a like, bye Yeah And now they're doing great So oh, I thought you meant well, like the other way Like No 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 They're oh, doing amazing No I meant like uh you gave them help and they had took your stole your idea and they never oh, that, gave you. The that's t- happened also too. Okay, that's happened also. Okay, you know what I mean. Uh, when me and Dre started, we were the only ones doing podcasts the way that we were doing it. The lights and everything. It was only sound. It was only listening with him when he started. And I brought my idea like, hey, what if I wanna? What if I wanna do video segments? What if I wanna show videos? He goes, hmm, sounds like a good idea. Let's work on that. Then he started doing it. And when once we got the... <laughs> I'm getting some messages. Once we got it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, we can actually be like... At my time, it was like ridiculousness. 
the move, the, yeah, the yeah. show, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And my ideas came from listening to a lot of uh, the Woody Show, uh, radio, uh, Opie and Anthony, fucking all that shit. And I noticed that they play games. They like yeah. to play games with the people. And I like to drink. So I made what year was that? <laughs> I started collecting videos on Instagram. Started showing fucking painful fucking videos and some weird shit. <laughs> Not only that, but since since I was a promoter, I went back and checked through my contacts and still talked to all those people. So when I bring my guests, it's not hard to look for anybody because I'm like, hey, you know what? Check this out. I have this going on. They're like, oh, shit. You down to be on it? Yeah. Like you, I met you because I listened to the What's Up Fool podcast, bro. And they kept on saying Mega Man. What? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and What's Up Fool podcast, I didn't know what a podcast meant. I thought I was just listening to talk shows. It's different. Right? But it's funny. And then from then on, I kept exploring different talk shows, talk shows, podcasts. And now I know what it is. I know what it means. Yeah. And now, since I know what I'm doing, I get to go out there and try to shake hands. And some people shake my hand back. I'm down. There's times that I shake my hand out there and people are like, nothing. They don't come back. <sighs> but somebody tells me, they'll see. They'll see. They'll see. Because... The podcast that I'm doing, I'm not just trying to do on YouTube. I want to try to get out there. Oh, yeah, I, and I see it, too. And, I, and I've done it once. I've done it once live, and it was the most amazing experience. Because I felt like I was a, a co-host on a talk show. Because people are just listening, and I'm like, okay, time to make this happen in real life. You know what I mean? You, do you ever have like people like you invite someone on, and it's live, and they froze? Like, uh, and I used to it, I, huh? I've had people get tongue-tied where they're trying to say, Hey, what's up? You're doing really... Oh, why did I say that? Uh, I mean, uh, what's up, guys? How you doing? And I'm like, it's okay. Relax. Like, in this <laughs> show, you need to be yourself. Because in that show, I feel like I'm trying to be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just me. Drinking with you, smoking, and fucking laughing. My thing is I love to laugh. <laughs> I love to laugh, bro. I like it when you have Martin Rizzo, Rodrigo Torres. He's so fucking funny, dude. Those he smokes. So they funny, talk dude. shit, like yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. Bro. Or like you know when um when you when you invited me on, I, I like to come a little early to you know have introduced myself or have Dre like, hey man, well, how you doing? How's everything? Want some beers? I got this to make it feel like more comfortable. It's like hey, we got a good flow. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I told Dre, hey, I'm gonna come on. What kind of beer you want? I got this, like that. I'm coming, like, hey, what's up? I love that, dude. When people come in with gifts, oh, not he... that I'm expecting it, but when people come in with gifts, I'm like, that's so cool, bro. You know, I, I bring a know whole what... bunch of beer. I bring a whole bunch of beers because you know what the show is. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's that's so cool. I love it when people want to be on the podcast because they watched it, not because they saw highlights and they want to be in front of a mic. Nah. I've had people. I don't say yes to everybody that comes on the podcast. I have to look for you. If you somebody hit me up online and said, "Hey, what's up? I'm trying to book uh, an interview on the VIP podcast," and I looked at their stuff, and I'm like, "Bro, that's not how it works. You don't just jump on. I'm gonna look at you, and if you're interesting and worth talking to, then yes. <laughs> but this is a video of some rapper 
a female trying to promote himself. And all she's doing is shaking her ass. She's not singing on beat. The production is horrible. Why would I want that on my show? You know what I mean? You just want the interview to be like, hey, I'm right here around this amazing atmosphere and follow me because I'm doing things big. And Instead not- of saying, hey, this show is really good. They're doing things right. They're, get- they're growing. It's about her. You and, know what I mean? And they're not, and they're not going to promote you either. Exactly. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's... Ah. Totally. I mean, it's like... With you and I, I feel like because how many? How, what's your episodes at now? Like fifty three, fifty one right now, dude. I just I, I admire when you're almost halfway there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're at fifty, but I, the hustle, the grind, the experience. I mean, everything you you just get better and better. Yeah. And when I had was I, I was on this podcast called Chicano Podcast, Chicano uh-huh. Shuffle. Yeah. Ramon is like, hey man. Us Chicanos, Chicano, Chicano Americans, Mexicans, everyone, we have to help each other out. Yeah. Because if if I'm gonna be on your podcast and you be on mine, we want to build a network and we want to see us grow. It's like, dude, I remember I had Fix on. I got his yeah. name right. Uh, I want to see you grow. I want to yeah. see in super super audio. It's supposed to be a spider web of support. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, ah, this. And this connections, how you said, like, hey, I know all these people. Like, dude, I got Martin Rizzo. I have a Regal Torres. Yeah. I'm trying man. to get my Regal Torres on. What the fuck, dude? Dude, that was such an accomplishment for me because those bro. were the first podcasts I listened to. You need Sneed Felipe. That's all you need. Oh, bro. And honestly, we've, we've been talking. We've been talking. And I, I'm not out there like, hey, what's up? When can I get him? When can I get him? When can I get him? No, it's more like, hey, man, if that day happens, I'm telling you right now, and you guys make it happen for me, I'm like... I really appreciate it, bro. I'll DM and say, hey, man, you should do a VIP podcast. That's going to take me a long, not a long way, but just, it's, it's going to fulfill me because that's how I started. You know what I mean? Like like I said, I thought it was a talk show, and I'm here listening to Felipe Esparza, and I'm laughing my ass off, bro. You know what I mean? I'm He's laughing funny. my fucking ass off. Funny. Oh, hell yeah. Beautiful, oh, yeah. Shouts man. to Lewis and hey, stuff. Man. Border X, that's, bro. That's your beer right Border there. Border fucking X. Border X. man. Cheers, everything. Yeah. Please, hey, follow these guys on Instagram, man. Border X, man. Please follow these guys yeah, on Instagram. See? Come check it out. And see, this is why I like to pick a place like this. Yeah. Beers are coming, you know. Beautiful. One of my boys. I had him on my podcast and everything. Awesome. He makes killer beers. That's good that that's your dream to have Felipe. I fulfilled my dream uh, as having uh, Martin Moreno. From, oh, I was. Raza. Oh my God. <laughs> he's like, Megan, are you ready? It's like, you're not fucking with me, right? It's like, I'm ready. It's like, let's do it. It's like, wow. Oh, but I that, hope that does happen for you, bro. Dude, my, you know my ultimate goal? I want uh, My dream, and people are like, well, this is one of the reasons why I had to dump my ex. Uh-huh. He's like, um, one day I'm gonna be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. It's like that ain't gonna happen, man. Maybe you're not gonna happen. Don't say never, man. Never say yeah, never. Hell bro. no. Never say never. You just gotta follow your dreams and hunger, but you just gotta stay motivated and all that stuff, man. I've listened to What's Up for podcast and heard Ooh. some of my friends on that fucking show. What? Uh, East of the River, Mad Max, uh, fucking. Uh, Goddamn. This is the one. This is the one you gotta try it out. You the who shot the stout. Oh yeah, that's good. That this is a nine point two. That's good. Wow, and, and a this, little kick to it, a little light kick at the end. This is the one I had for my baby shower, and there's people passed out outside. Really? Oh, I could girls got wet, <laughs> and panties wet. But that's a good beer. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. but that's good. Um, I see the growth of your podcast. I see the growth super audio and stuff. Yeah. I remember Dre. I don't know if you, if you don't believe me. I asked him. We, I think there's a slot. Their slot might be open. I don't know. Yeah. But. 
if I'm gonna be like this say if he does offer it, I need to go back to see how am I gonna make my podcast make it more funner and all that because I'm uh, more of a storyteller more of an interview yes so I know with yours I don't want to copy anyone but yeah. I want to make it where it's going to be interesting but also boost the, the audio but also help each other out man if that slot opens and there's an opportunity you have my full support bro I got yours too yeah you my full support and I would love to help you build your fucking show and Come I'm with some ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm only doing it on my fucking phone. I don't yes. have a computer. You know, when people make fun of me, like, oh, look, Mega Man, he doesn't have a computer. And I don't yeah. need that shit. Just yeah. give me a phone and a mic. That's all I need. Yeah, I'm amazed by your equipment, dude. That's all I need. That's and that's beautiful. why I make a podcast grow and you start from the ground up, dude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, podcast successful, you know, and everything. So now, Fix, I want to get to know you a little bit more because, um, you know, a lot of people get curious, like, Who's this guy all about? So, uh, where did you grow up at? I grew up in South Central till I was about six years old. Mm-hmm. And then there was a drive-by. And the thing is that we lived in a dead end. So, the drive-by went all the way. We were at the end of the house. And it went all the way to the side. And I just remember one car getting to the end of that fucking spot. And they jumped out, and then the car behind them just parked behind them, and they just started dumping at each other. (laughs) And I was in the street riding my bike at the time. So I remember my aunt grabbing me by my shirt and pulling me like a ragdoll up the stairs, hitting all my heels and my shins up the stairs, and throwing me in, throwing me in the house so I wouldn't get shot. Fuck. Everybody got scared with that incident, so we moved to Apple Valley. Apple Damn. Valley. Yes. High desert. Yes, we were in the high desert. And they just were tired of all the bullshit. Fuck all this gangster shit. Fuck all this fucking gang violence. All that drugs, all that. They didn't want that around us. So they moved us all the way the fuck up there. We were there from seven. I was there from seven years old to maybe 12. Um, when I got up there, I was whitewashed. I was whitewashed. Like, I got into, I was into Tupac and all that shit, you know, I, 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 I used to shave my head, keep the bangs and shave it all the way to the back, yeah, wear yeah, Ben yeah. Davis, and when I got up there, the thing was skateboarding, uh-huh. and it was listening to Blink-182 and The Offspring and Incubus, and so I got really, really into that, and I was like, I want to be like these white boys that are all around here, you know, I want to fit in. Yeah. So I picked up skating and started listening to all that music and all my family just started tripping, bro. Like, like this is the devil. Ah, la, 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 la. All this shit. Fucking, you're doing it wrong. You're not living your life right. Fuck all this. I don't want to hear about skateboarding. And At the time, my parents were split. So I said, fuck this. I don't want to live here. It's boring. There ain't shit. We don't have sidewalks. There's a fucking, there's a... A street light every mile. There's fucking coyotes. Fuck You know that. what I mean? <laughs> and I was being treated really bad up there. So I said, fuck that. I'm going back with my mom. At the time, my mom was trying to discover herself too. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a teacher and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom is a lesbian. My mom's a lesbian. She came out. She just she kind came of... out. She came out when I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. So I think my dad didn't want me around that situation because he thought I was going to turn gay or something you know what I mean yeah and um, I said fuck this I'm going with my mom whether you like it or not 
so I moved to the city of Bell. I came to Bell. I was 12 years old. They enrolled me into Nimitz. And then from Bell, I was bouncing around. Me and my mom were bouncing around trying to find a house. And we ended up in the city of HP Maywood, which is, we were on 61st and Riverside. And I went to Nimitz there and I loved it. And ever since then, I had street lights. Everybody was skating. All my friends wanted to skate after school. My mom let me go out until the street lights turned on. That means to come home. You know what I mean? Like, and I just got introduced, started hanging out with this band. And we had one practice. They had a practice and the singer couldn't make it. And I was like, can I sing for you guys? Just so that way I know the songs. Uh-huh. Boom. They kicked the singer out and I became the new singer. Fuck. I was like, this is happening, bro. <laughs> this would not out. happen in Apple Valley. Sounds like that movie Rockstar with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And, and, and I, I, it was like that because later on, then we grew up. We were 14 years old, 15 years old, signed to a label already, performing all over the streets. We were performing South Central, East Los. We were in high school and the people knew this band was signed to a label. Everybody wanted to hang out with us. We were the shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then after high school, we kept going. And they got introduced to a whole new genre of music. And they started a band without me. Uh, and I was left with nothing. Left with nothing again. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy, right? Yeah. But all this was in the city of Bell. And then uh, I got in a ska band. And we were there when all these other ska bands were just growing up. Like Viernes Trece, La Banda Scalavera, La Resistencia, Chancha Berrinches. All these bands are fucking amazing now. They're still doing it. But I was just there. I was in the same open mics as them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, bro. Next thing you know, it's hard to keep five people together in a band. Mm -hmm. So I I became a rapper. I started... I got my little laptop. The internet was Wi-Fi was introduced, and started rapping. Started learning how to use the mic technically. And that's the band. The dark was it called Dark Ghost? And, and, and we had so many fucking names, dude. <laughs> it, uh, it used to be the Royal Team, and then it became the Iron Lug Movement. Uh huh. And then it became Boulevard Connections. Boulevard Connections. Yeah, catchy. Boulevard Connections. Yeah. That sounds catchy. And then it was, uh, I was like, I'm done. Because I used to go under the name Fix Lopez. Because that's my last name. And everybody calls me Fix. Uh-huh. But when I, people would invite me thinking I was a Chicano rapper. Because it uh-huh. sounds like, oh, Fix Lopez. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. And I would show up and I'll be right there. <laughs> yelling. Our shit is very, it, it's the music you listen to today. It's very metal, very hip-hop. A lot of yelling, a lot of aggressiveness. Basically, music to make people fight. You know what I mean? I don't know. Was a band like that? Was it like Faith No More? Epic? What is it? We had like it was like metal but rap. What is it? What is? Oh my God! Yes, I remember. You what it out? You what? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, people don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was something kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, but it was. It was you were mixing the genres in other words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that's like. When you think about that, it's like metal, rap, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, maybe with, with, with Ice-T. Ice-T did it. Ice-T with uh, Body Count. Cop Killer and all that shit, bro. 
What you think about that album? Oh. I heard it was like, whoa. It was, it, it's one of those, if you have the t-shirt, you're like, fuck, that's tight. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You have the t-shirt with the album cover and all that? Uh-huh. Oh, man. But yeah, I remember that. I don't think my dad was into that. My dad was mostly into Two Life Crew and shit like that. Pop that coochie. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? yeah, man. I still pump that. I still pop that shit, man. <laughs> Every time I put like a funny meme and shit, I put that music on for some reason. Some always be fucking reports me, dude. On um, why is it fucking people get all sensitive these days, man? People are like, man, I don't like how, I don't like Mega Man podcast. You put someone sex shit, and that and you know what? I lost a lot of guests like that. Really? Yeah, they said like you're just too much. Like, well, you want to help out the community, but why are you saying why are you putting out sex pictures and shit? It's a oh. funny, it's a funny means, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. is like it wouldn't make sense. It's like you want to have a podcast with a mayor or a councilman, but you're having this shit on your. On your page, yeah. and people would be like, "Well, you need to really watch what you put." Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, this is me. It's like, what do you want me to do? It's like, it's gonna make the, it's gonna have everyone who look at the page more like, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. It's just, it's more funny, you know. Yeah. Like funny means, if I'm not doing a podcast, I'm put a funny meme. Yeah, it's just something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. No, that's true. Hell yeah, and I love those fucking memes, right? When there's <laughs> a big booty chick, fucking <laughs> shaking her butt, and I'm, what do you? Oh no, I'm gonna keep swiping. Of course I'm gonna like it, bro. That's awesome. You know what I mean? I know. Cause I mean, the one I put a video of when this girl was she was in a hospital in a chair, and what happened was like, what happened to you? He put it in the wrong hoe. Oh my god. Yeah, that one just whatever. It's just like, well, yeah, that shit yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like after high school and everything, um, then you just like, how was how was like you were just going getting like butt wild, crazy? I mean, we, we, we were performing. I was performing a lot, and then. Um, Reality hit. You have to work. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. We have to, yeah. You have to work. And I've, I've had some really cool jobs. I've had some really shitty-ass jobs. I've had jobs that I just had to do because I needed money. Because you don't live for free, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You don't live for free. I know. So, uh, I was working at UPS. And then... They timed you, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember one time my friend, my friend Jesse's like, hey, I'm going to an interview. They're taking a lot of interviews. Go with me. All right. I needed a job. Fuck it. And somehow I became an executive, uh, executive administrating creator or something like that for Harley Davidson. I don't know where. I'm. When I got the job and I sat down at my nice desk with the computer and all that, I was like, dude, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? No degree or anything? Nothing. Nothing. Fuck it. But yet there was somebody there to help me. And at the time, I was a young strapping lad, very handsome, very clean cut. And my, the assistant, the lady whose assistant I was, like, was flirting with me all the time. And grabbing on me. And Fuck yeah. I was being me too, bro. <laughs> every day. You're getting, you're getting fucking me too. I was getting me too every day, bro. And I, even I got uncomfortable. Was she white? Mexican? She was white. Oh, she was white. Tall, thick, chubby. She was thick. She was attractive. Okay. But at the time, I wasn't really into white chicks. Like, I wasn't into... White girls. <laughs> I was just... At the time, I wasn't. And... I was just like, you know, she would like come to show me what's up on the computer and just grab on me, bro. 
And I was just like, oh, man, I can't do this. I'm not going to say anything. And I remember on my last day, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore, dude. Like, I'm, I, I think I, I felt, uh, what is that called? Ridiculed? Like, I was, I was humiliated. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't act on it because I was at work, bro. Oh, with the girl? Yeah. She must have been, she must have been an alpha. Like a like a yeah. Omega or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 she yeah. Was, she was like in the movies. Like, she tapped that shit? No. I would. Because, dude, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Maybe. maybe got she, nervous, huh? Maybe she just got her her rocks off from doing what she did to me. Uh-huh. And maybe wouldn't let me. or I don't know. I don't know. But the last day, I was like, I'm done with this. The company had a meeting and they said, we're moving the company to Mexico. So the rest of you guys, some of you will be taken care of. The rest of you guys are being laid off. I was one of the guys that was laid off. And I never, never saw that chick again, dude. Did she get she go back to the No. no. Oh. I don't know. She was taken care of. She was like one of the head honchos there. And Damn, dude. Yeah, that was an interesting job. I wish, was, I, I wish I was in your shoes. <laughs> I was like, are we going to fuck or what? That was an interesting job. Fuck. And then uh, I was installing bulletproof glass with my dad. Uh-huh. He had that company going. My dad got deported. And, uh, yeah, dude, I just been through a lot of funny-ass shit, bro. Dude, I bet But you... I'm glad where I'm at now. Yeah, we all... I think we all go through a lot of obstacles in life. Yeah. Like, with my mom and dad split up, you know, and everything. Broken home. But the whole... Like, I talked about in the podcast. Yeah. But it, it just made us more, like, experience makes us more stronger. Makes us more survivor. Makes us more like, okay. Because... You know, knowing the fact, like, I, you and I, we have kids. Yeah. And, you know, like, and how, how many kids do you have? One? I have one boy. One boy? One little William, little Fix. Mm-hmm. And he's seven years old. Uh-huh. Goddamn. Too much like me. Too much? He has my personality and everything already, bro. No way. Yeah, I see him and I go, hey, check it out. And I'll show him, like, maybe a new shirt, a new hat that I bought. He'll be like, damn, boy. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy kicks it with me too much. He'll be, he'll be like, what's up, homie? Like, imagine, I'm like, damn! I shouldn't have showed him all imagine that. Imagine that's your, that's your, that's your new co-host, <laughs> dude. <laughs> okay, so here's an idea that like I Martin have. and Hooter. Exactly. Oh yeah. man, that'll be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. That'd be awesome. You know how kids are looking at these fucking videos of other kids opening toys? Mm-hmm. What if I recorded and filmed a podcast with me and my son, the age he is right now, and just spoke to him for kids to watch kids doing podcasts? Podcasting for kids. What do you think? Street life, man. Right? Yeah, just keep it real. Real talk. Street life. Like, I'll talk to him and just hear his come, Hear his conversation. I'm not here to have an intellectual fucking conversation. I'm here to have fun with my son and talk and have other kids watch it. Imagine if, man, imagine if your son gets older and is like, Dad, I, I jacked up for the first time. <laughs> oh and be like, God. I jacked up and I saw some white stuff. Whoa! Right. Like fucking Joy Lewis. <laughs> episode, episode 600, uh, when everyone's first time discovering himself. <laughs> His first vagina. Whoa! Uh, we just keep going for seasons until he gets married. <laughs> An episode like, taking him for the team. <laughs> His first fat girl. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Imagine stories like those. People follow that. People will follow that podcast. You would have to follow that podcast for the rest of his life yeah but it was like it's like well, i remember that story yeah. but when he when he gets older he's married his kids would be like fuck man like grandpa and grandpa and dad were vicious yeah hell yeah imagine that if you think about it we have podcasts we're leaving a legacy for when like your kid 
gets older and he gets married, has his, you have your grandkids, he'd be like, man, my grandpa was was a pimp, dude. It's kind of like an audio diary. Yes. Yeah. I think about that these days. Like, I gotta build a legacy. I gotta, I gotta make it where if my kids grow up, like, why was my dad like this? Oh, now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good topic. Yeah. It's a good topic. Uh, right now, uh, we're gonna take a little break and we'll be right back because I wanna get. A, we're gonna talk about some funny ass shit, some okay. crazy moments and all that. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right. Cool. All right, we're back on. Uh, we took a little uh, break. Uh, shout outs to uh, Borders X. Border X. L- Lewis gave us a second beer, the Huchata Stout beer. It's a 9.2. Yeah. This- what does it taste like? A, like a vanilla cinnamon toast crunch kind of beer? Yeah, it does have that kind it's of It's creamy, taste. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, think- has a little light kick at the at the end that, yeah. where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. A couple of these is going to put me on my ass. I think three of those. <laughs> yeah. He has a Dos Leche. It's like a Cuban cake beer. I don't know if it's if it's married, but it's like a like a ten. It you can't beat that. It has dude. a little cinnamon to it too. Yes, yeah. and he puts out like a lot of vanilla bean. Ooh, okay. And this guy makes that here. Wow, that's amazing, bro. He makes all the beers here, and he distributes you to uh, San Diego. Nice. So and all that, so he makes all his beers and everything, hooks it up because um, I know Lewis because he's a home brewer. Oh, okay. So he was part of the SoCal Cervecetos, now Long Beach Home Brewers. Now he makes his own beers. And, the, and I love that guy because uh-huh. he uh, did a, back then, he, he did my baby shower. Oh, nice. You know, he had a, had a the Huchata style, the Abelita chocolate beer. Yeah. It's pretty, oh, yeah, I have that one. I oh, have that what one. What you think about it? It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Everybody kept uh, recommending that one when they told me about Border X. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one, the Papino. Okay, know, yeah, like, I have tried that one too. Like the one, like how that, like if it's a like a blood orange and all, or like a lime. Yeah. But it's cool. I like their beers. They have a nice heft too. Yeah. I forgot what it was called, but it was it's pretty good. Uh huh. All their beers are delicious, and from time to time, that's why I want to come over here because um, if he's always telling me, "Hey, are you working right now?" It's like, no, I'm, I'm off. Like, fuck, dude. But because I want to go. When he comes, I want to stay and hang out and have beers. But when I come over here, there's like a lot of fucking hot ass girls, dude. <laughs> Not now that Mega Man single, I could talk about pussy, yeah. pussy, pussy. <laughs> but there's a lot of hot girls. I always want to know the city of Bell. I mean, it's a, by Southgate. I always back then they always had hot girls back then. Oh, Southgate. Man, I remember back in the day, I wish I got OT from high school so I can go to Southgate High. Really? They had all the fucking chicks, dude. No way. Yeah. It was always Southgate, but not Whittier. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? When uh, when you see memes and they put the picture of a girl with the city she's from. Mm-hmm. So they'll put like, oh, Downey, and it's all pretty. They'll put Bear Gardens. It's like a chola. And then... They'll put Southgate It's like a schoolgirl, And they'll put La Puente And it's like a sick ass Chola with like uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Brente Yeah oh. when I see shit like that That shit's fucking funny Fucking Whittier man I always like They've always had like Hot girls man Whittier but like And you know the saying of Whittier What? The uh, the girls are The girls from Whittier No How did you say? The girls from Whittier are prettier Or The I forgot how it was said, dude, but it's it was something along those lines. Oh, dude, I mean, there's I mean, there's some I always look like that because back in the day, I used to have a I used to have a thing for Asian girls. Oh, nice. And okay. I I got kind of burned out. I I I've, I've had an experience with an Asian girl before. I got burned out. I used like I was so Asian like really? fetish like you, you crazy with a bunch of them oh, a bunch of them <laughs> like korean chinese cambodian vietnamese wow. laos 
Filipino, even the Filipinos with the mustache. All over them. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? Some of them, they're cool, but some of them, they're like racist. Oh, yeah. Because they don't like Mexicans. And they, the thing is that some, I mean, some people are so old school or maybe out of the culture that they don't know they're being racist. They yeah. think that's being normal. Like, it's, yeah. they're just letting, they're saying their thoughts out loud. Yeah. Just like my grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I used to date like uh Asians and Mexicans and now I'm like all like dive just whatever. Whatever makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of you know, I you gotta you gotta have you gotta have your fruit loose here and there. As a young as a young fucking stallion bro, like I I think I've been with every kind of girl. Every kind. Which one's the craziest? White girls, black girls? Oh yeah, white girls are fucking insane, bro. They make a sandwich and fucking oh, stab you, dude. They act like it's they act like a real porno. You know what I mean? Fuck. Like, <laughs> fucking doing car rolls and shit, dude. Like those are the ones that say the stuff that I wonder if people say in real life. Hey, you, you want a sandwich? Dude, no, just like you know, I remember I went out with some chick at some at some club. I was like nineteen, fool, and she would be like like, Oh, what do you wanna do? And in my head, I'm like, tell her you want to fuck, tell her you want to fuck, tell her you want to fuck. And I'm like, you want to fuck? I thought you'd never ask. Wow. <laughs> How often do you hear that shit? I thought you'd never asked. I was like, damn, I almost got out of this car and went home, bro. <laughs> hey, you didn't, you didn't go to first base. You got a home run. How, often, yeah, how hard crazy. is that, man? It's just, you know, like sometimes you want to speak your mind and you're just too scared. You know what I you mean? You don't get and rejected, this, huh? And then this time I'm like, what do I have to lose? Uh-huh. So I said it, and she was like, let's go. I'm like, oh, my God, it worked. You know what I mean? Shit like that only happens uh-huh. in movies and shit. Did you ever, like, go out with a girl, and you're like, man, I'm not feeling you, man. Oh, yeah. Like, there, she was like, oh, oh yeah. my God. Like, you put her on this pedestal, like, she's the most hottest thing, like that. But when you hooked up with her, it's like, fuck this. Yeah, that's happened. That's happened. Um, I mean, I've been, I've dated some chicks that were really attractive that I just was so disgusted of their attitude. Really? Yeah, their attitude's so say, shitty. I thought dude. I thought you would say the rooms. No, just, some of them are dirty as fuck. No, dude. no, they were just like their shitty ass attitude, the way they carry themselves. Like I'm just like, bitch, relax, bro. Like you they're know what like I mean? they like they're the shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but I mean, it happens. It'll happen. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. There's times where I've acted like to girls like that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, man. where I'm just like feeling myself, I guess, and I'm being a dick. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I used to be a fucking sucio, like a oh, whole. I used to date a whole bunch of girls. <laughs> I used to fuck a whole bunch of girls. I used to be like, I want to fuck you, fuck you. I remember I hooked up with three girls in one day. Yeah. No fucking lie. Oh, wow. And people were like, Why would you fucking hook up with girls? Because I want to see different types of pussies and different types of attitudes. <laughs> Different types of pussies and different types of attitudes. I want to know what's my what's my ideal woman, dude. It's because wow. I don't want to deal with an attitude girl. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to deal with, and I don't want a girl who's submissive. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. all that shit. I don't worship people's toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's dudes, there's bottles out there that that like that stuff. Fucking cuckolds. <laughs> fucking like yes, worship. <laughs> Sucking your fucking cream pie shit. You know dude. what I mean? And yeah, but. Um, Going back to uh, the chicks that were around in high school, it was just yeah, man. It was just really cool because at the time, like I said, I was signed to a band, so it was fucking amazing. Groupies, bro. Yeah. oh yeah, you know, especially yeah. I was in, inside of high school, I was fucking doing great. Outside of high school, mm-hmm. I was doing even better. You know what I mean? Like when I say outside of high school, it's like when we're going back to our houses and we're performing at shows and shit like that. It was awesome, yeah. bro. That's awesome. awesome. That's cool. Uh, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Uh, brothers, well, brothers. I say I have a lot because 
the uh, guys, the dudes that I grew up with, I, I'm still friends with them. Yeah. Some of them, you know, and but not not no blood brothers. I have no blood brothers. I always wanted a brother. Fuck, I always really? wanted a big brother. Dude, I'm the only boy. I have fucking five sisters. They're fucking. Oh, wow. They never fucking call Mega Man. <laughs> they all live in Texas. And uh, yeah, dude, like I always wanted a big brother that could show me the ropes. I always pictured like a cool brother. Like one of that cool dude, you know? Fuck yeah, motorcycle, dude. Motorcycle, fucking gets all the babes. Fuck fucking dude. high school quarterback. I, fucking like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I wanted a brother like that, you know, to so so I could be handed down the crown. Yeah. But it just never worked out. I had a little sister, uh-huh. and she's my best friend. Uh-huh. She's my best friend, and uh, we're so alike. And uh, yeah, dude, we kick it a lot. Like, uh, I have a good relationship with my sister. Uh, she supports my podcast you know mm-hmm. uh i was supposed to I, I i tried to podcast with her a couple of times me and her to uh-huh. have one and uh she's busy you know she's a she's a well um successful fucking uh hairstylist cos a cosmetologist she has her own thing going on so. she does fades and all that for her uh i think more women's stuff. Oh, okay yeah 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 more women's stuff but she's doing great you know what i mean and uh yeah dude uh my mom too like yeah like i said i only have one sister no brothers that's cool, like your sister, you're more family, but having your mom yeah. like be there for you and yeah. uh you know, have your back, supports you, sponsors you and everything. Yeah. And uh how was the transition like when when your mom came out? Mm. When my mom came out, <laughs> it was a fucking oh dude, it was the most funniest thing ever. Cause I remember we were on the ride we were on a ride home mm-hmm. and she goes, uh she calls me daddy. She goes, Daddy um, uh, I just I wanted to tell you something I want you to understand And I was like what She goes I, I'm gay And I was like Well no shit <laughs> I knew that already so I knew that fate was <laughs> like, Better than mine Exactly Like my mom She's the She's uh, I guess what they technically Call butch You yeah. know what I mean She's the Yeah yeah But she, my mom is a very good looking Person uh-huh. she, she, Super nice mom, on the podcast My mom gets girls That I'm like What Damn! Like, yeah, oh, the butch always do, dude. <laughs> butch guys always do, you always. I mean? But yeah, the gay women like, like her, like she, she does very well for herself. She's very, she's a very handsome woman, dude. Uh-huh. Very handsome woman, um, and yeah, dude, she, she, her personality, I get it from her. We're very outgoing, very talkative, very. No, we're not scared to say what the fuck we're thinking. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, and. Um, yeah, she she's a, she's she works with uh, special ed kids. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, she works with special ed kids. She's a teacher, mm-hmm. and on the side, she's a bartender. So she's uh, bar over here, like around here. Uh, she has a a thing called. Uh, she's running a company called uh, Camacho's Mobile Bar. Uh-huh. So when she started it, it was just her, booking, parties, you know, all that. But my mom's setup is so nice. And the way she she does her professionalism has got her to have a good clientele that's fucking... She's not... In the beginning where she started doing parties, she was like in South Central and Compton fucking just doing crazy ass parties. I'm like, bro, you're in the hood hood. I'm like, mom, where are you? She goes, I'm working. I go, where are you? On 92nd and Central. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Like, you know what I mean? But... Now she's been growing. She she has five bartenders under her now, so she's out there doing some jobs. But now my mom is the one collecting. You know she's fucking hustling. she's the one 
getting them the job, putting them out there, and bring back the money. Here's your cut. Here's for the company, and here's for me. You know what I mean? And the way she does it is cool. You know, like I help her out. I did her logo, and it's just cool. I do little commercials for her to put on Instagram so people can get to know. But like, she don't need my help, bro. Like, she's out there doing it, fucking dude. Grind. She's out there fucking doing it. Fucking grind. And now she's a sponsor. She, she her shit is so good. She sponsors a podcast. You know, she's Fuck. A, my mom on the side too. She uh, her her her. Uh, her company, she gets a, a charter bus together, and we go to Vegas for the day. We do a turnaround. We go to Vegas for the day, and on the way over there, we're fucking partying, dude. My mom brings bottles. She does raffles. She gives out gift cards. We're fucking partying all the way. It feels like we just got there in an hour, bro. A, a four or five hour drive feels like one hour. I swear, I shit you not. And the beautiful thing is that she gives me seats, like here. Here's four seats. Give them away on your podcast. You know what I mean? And that's awesome, right? That's why I have people call in. And, hey, you know what? Okay, you won. Guess what? You called in at the right time. You're going to Vegas. You and your girlfriend, you and your boyfriend are going to Vegas on us. You know what I mean? Fix his mom. If you hear this, I want you on my podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be beautiful. Yeah, I'm going I'm, to I'm, 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 I'm hook that up, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, you need to have but my mom on podcast. But to having that, that, that mother and son relationship. Yeah. And, you know, like, dude, you're my mom. I love you for who you are no matter what. Yeah, of course. Oh, I yeah. always tell my mom that. I back. My, I think a lot of my family from the opposite side, like my dad's side, that don't really like my mom since they separated, they hate the fact that I have my mom's back, that I'm her ride or die. You know what I mean? Like, anybody that tries to fuck with my mom, bro, I'm there, bro. The, the Number reason, one. The reason you know why I mean? the reason why I say that because I, on my family and my on my mom's side, yeah. I have a lot of gays and lesbians, you okay. know, and all yeah. that. Yeah. So I kind of relate, and and they and they always come for help because I can't mention their names, you know, because yeah. they want to be discreet. But yeah. they always ask for help. It's like, hey man, how was it in Long Beach? You know, I don't like it here. It's two races. They don't like gays and lesbians. That sucks. And 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 I always want to be there for them no matter because Long Beach, they have a gay community. I mean, and yeah. all that stuff. And it's like, dude, just. It's all good, man. It's all love, man. I love yeah. you for who you are. Yeah. It's like saying one day I told my I told if my son or my daughter turns out gay and lesbian, I'm gonna love them for no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Can't change that. Yeah, nah. I I felt the same way, you know. Um, about my son, like my, my sometimes my mom be like, oh, what if your son turned out to be gay? Like, Fuck him up. No, it's fucking right. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh-huh. I was just like, you know what? If he is, that's cool. I'm not what. Am I gonna stop loving him? What what is that? Is that supposed to do something? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, man. It's just the day of today and the way the people think is scary. But the people that understand can live with each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's it's just yeah, man. That's like just... I said, uh, I was a kid and I was around it a lot, bro. Yeah. You know my my godfather's gay, mom's gay. I have a little I have a little cousin. She's thirteen. She thinks she likes girls. You know what I mean? And I kind of look at her and I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. So it's okay, you know? She's an athlete. She's a basketball player now. She's yeah. doing dope. Usually, mostly basketball players, I guess, go in that way because they, they have a, a masculinity that maybe attracts other women. or I don't know, man. Maybe it attracts guys too, you know what I mean? But I always see butch girls always get hot girls. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you see that shit? There's you the, see that? There's girls that are really... That know how to pull a woman off. Because... I have a I have a cousin like that. She's like butch, but she has a fade hair. And say, like, you see my girlfriend's like 
fuck you, dude. I was like, fuck. He's like, I, I pull him. She's like this. I pull him. And he's like, we don't have a dick, but I know how to lick. I know how to lick. Oh I know God. how to lick. I know how to lick. Oh, my God. I was geez. like, you got me on that, dude. And my mom's one of those people that she's like, hey, man, I know what the women want and all that shit. And, and it's like I said, like when we... When she sponsors us, she gives me bottles. She's the one that gives us most of the alcohol on the fucking, um, what year was that? Uh, oh, you yeah. Know, she's the one, oh, okay. She's the one that gives me money. She goes, go get what you need. Or sometimes she'll make me um, these things called kamikazes. Which she'll, she'll make it and make a nice bottle, slap her sticker on it and say, here you go. Go take that. And put that on the show. You Shout know out I mean? to your mama. Hey, she gets down. I dude. did not know that. Now I know next time. <laughs> yeah, follow her on Instagram, Camacho's Mobile Bar, dude. Fuck yeah. Is there any type of hobbies you're, you like to do when you're not doing the podcast? Well, now I'm not in podcast mode. My thing is my big passion, my life, my love, my second love is soccer. I love soccer. LAFC. Soccer, um, soccer uh, is just... I played myself as a kid uh-huh. and as a young man. And uh, there was nothing like it because sometimes people have a lot of shit on their mind. Like bills, fucking your lady, your fucking job, responsibilities, obligations, all that shit, bro. But when you're on the field, you don't think about any of that shit. It's just you... Your guys that are a fucking team all together on one one mind trying to win a game, and that's it. When you score and your team wins, it's like you release all that. Like It's like, oh, my God, and everybody's cheering for you, and your mates are clapping, slapping your head, telling you're the best. They give you a nickname. Oh, bro, there's nothing like it, bro. There's nothing like it. That was a coincidence you talked about soccer because two days ago I was watching a... It's an old movie. I don't know if you watched it called Goals. Yes. The first one. Goals, The second right? one. Yeah, Goal. That one was so good where he gets a, she gets a trial from Newcastle. Yeah. And he goes like, Santiago. Santiago, I, that, I, lo- I watched it in the theater back me, in the day. Me and my boy, we talk about that movie so many times. Second bro. one's pretty good, but the third one sucked. The second one was awesome because they he joined Real Madrid. Yeah. And they had David Beckham and all those guys on the fucking on Carlos, the movie. Yeah. Carlos Guti, all the motherfuckers. Dude. Yeah. It was fucking awesome, bro. I know. That's crazy that you know about that movie. I will be, yeah. I, the, because I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, people are telling me, oh, you gotta watch this movie called Go. It's like, it's really good. <laughs> and I watched it, it's like, dude, this guy from South Central, mm-hmm. he gets a tryout, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now look at him in Newcastle. Playing in fucking dirt to yeah. playing on fucking official, professional British grass. And he had fucking asthma. And he had asthma. Holy shit. I know. I, it's I not tell, fair, man. Not, but his movie was good. It's yeah. inspiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it tells you in the second one, it, well, it tells you the struggle, like how it was to get it. And if you get big, you can lose everything, you yes. know, and all that stuff. You want a bottle cap? What is this? Uh, Wailu wheat? Yeah, yeah. I got the, it's like a tropical passion fruit, like a like a little pilsner and stuff. I got a grocery outlet for a six pack for three ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey man, the one thing about the Mega Mom podcast, man. Yeah. You're a very good host, bro. Dude, Thank you. Cheers. I always wanna bring beers because you know you might have a guest that's feels kind of nervous and stuff, it's like kind of loosened up and yes. stuff, and just be yourself, man. Yes. It's always beers and podcasts always comes together. And 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 uh, I hate to mention it, but at the beginning of the VIP podcast. The drinking game, what year was that? Was at the end of the show. Gotcha. 
Not a good idea. Because <laughs> I send everybody home drunk. So that's why I said, you know what? I have to move it to the beginning of the show. So that way by the end of the show, it'll go down a little bit. You know? But you have a good format. Thank you, And that's I like it where you're at. Don't change it. I just... It's always something. What's the craziest story that you ever had, like, growing up or anything? Like, it could be back then or, or like, now. Crazy story. Let's see. What would be a crazy fucking story? Um, when I was a kid. That's a good story. Okay. I would skate. I would, I, I would be, I'll be skating with my friends all the fucking time. We would bust inside of schools, jump fences so we can go clear some stairs, put some wax on the benches, you know, fucking grind them and all that. I remember this one time, it was just me and my friend Marcus from school. And I was trying a new trick. I was trying a new trick. I put the, I would, I would jump off a bench, do a little flip trick, and land on the grass. Just, uh-huh. just so I knew that I could land it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm ready to land on cement. So oh, fuck. I was on the bench and I did a trick called the frontside flip where the board does like a full flip like that, but does a twist at the be- a twist at the end and you have to turn your body with it. So when you're turning your body, you flip with it and your your legs land on both. When I flipped, when I popped it off the bench and flipped, only my back foot landed on it so it made the board flip up it's like when you when you stomp on the tail of the board yeah and it pops up that shit popped up and it felt like a punch in the face Boom. and i was like oh shit and i was like oh my god but it didn't hurt me i was just like whoa fuck that hit me and i marky was like damn are you okay and when i looked at him he was like ah I was like, what? He goes, your, your fucking mouth. At the time, I had braces. So, when the board hit me. The it, edge of it. Yes. The edge of the nose didn't hit me diagonally. It hit me vertically. And it hit, my mouth was closed at the time. So, when it hit Thank me. God. It hit my skin. Hit the braces. And the braces went in my skin. So, I was like trying to talk. And I ripped my skins. I ripped my lips off my braces. Like that. I licked my mouth. And something felt wrong. My four, my tooth front, my three front teeth. Were fucking hit so bad that they tilted back. Like a doggy door. And I was licking them. I was like, oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. And I had a cut from here to here. On my upper lip, towards my nose. And on my lower lip, towards my chin. A cut. So I had flaps. And I skated home. I skated home like that. And I was like, Mom. She's like, what? I go, Mom. She goes, Oh my fucking god, Junior! What the fuck did you do? I was like, help me! She's like, oh my god! I hope you had benefits! Dude, <laughs> she took me directly to the hospital where they stitched me up. Stitched me up on my lips. I had four stitches here. I had three stitches here. And then after that, 
she took me to the dentist where they grabbed my teeth, they numb me, and they just went, they pulled them back straight, and they bolted them back to the things, ding, 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 and I had braces again and a straight smile again. But the pressure on my gums, whoa! I wonder how many shots they put you to numb that shit. I, it must have been at least a good six shots. Okay. Like You're numb as hell. Had here, 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 and I think one in the middle. Fuck. So I couldn't feel anything, but I could feel the pressure. Oh, yeah. And even the pressure was making my eyes cry. Oh, yeah. Like, I was just like, Gah! Because when you're numb, they, they try to push your heart and you gotta move with it. The worst part is that my dentist was Russian. She was like, my friend, you're good, my friend. You're very brave, my friend. My friend. Yes, hold my hand. Hold my hand. I push your teeth. I push your teeth. Crap. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Very brave, you're hero, my friend. You okay? You okay, my friend? <laughs> I, I been... was just like, where the fuck am I, dude? Like the fucking car world's over, dude. Dude, <laughs> but they fixed me up, and uh, for the next month, I looked like Elvis. Oh, uh-huh. damn! So, you know, my lip was like all the way up there, and oh man, I looked that's, horrible. Dude. That's a lesson learned, huh? Oh yeah. Next time, go like this. And I still skated after that. You're crazy. I still skated because that was Savage. my thing. But uh, eventually, all my friends, all, all my friends stopped skating, and they picked up soccer, and that's why I picked up the love for soccer. Yeah, that's a fucking story. I hate something happened. You go to the dentist and this, and they're like, oh, I could just, I could picture it. I'm like this. I'm like, because I know, I know, I could just, I know. I went to the water fountain, thinking that if I put water on it, I'm gonna be fine. When I went like that, I could see. All the blood rushing down the fountain into the sinkhole. And I was just like, oh my god, that's a shitload of blood. You know what Fuck I mean? And that. Oh, man. Fuck that. My mom will never forgive me for that one, dude. She's like, I paid $10,000. Oh, dude, I could imagine, bro. That for, yeah. She, luckily, she's in the school district, so she has good insurance. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, the dentist is cheap. <laughs> like, one, one tooth came off, and, uh, dude, like, my son has autism. Okay. And, uh... He sometimes he doesn't get his way. He he hits himself. Yes, yes, yes. And he took one of his tooth off, and I have to pay for it. Yeah. So what they did, they cleaned it up and everything. They cleaned whatever the tooth was, and said you have to wait. You have to let it heal for three months. Like why? Because once it's healed up, we could put the tooth back on. We could pick a fake one and put it back on. Like oh shit, okay. I was like okay. Either it's like you want to have a porcelain one or this, but it's like yeah. So it was like dude, you gotta stop doing that. Little Will has a missing tooth. His baby tooth came out. I told him, don't lick it. Let it grow. He kept licking it. It got infected. And now he's missing a tooth. What? And that's, and that's a grown-up tooth. And that's the grown-up tooth. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> so now I'm like... And it made me sad. It made me sad because I'm like, fuck. My but, son is so handsome. Such a cute boy. And now he's missing put a, a go tooth. tooth. Put a go tooth on. Be like Trinidad James. <laughs> But uh, I, 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 we're gonna have to fix that. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. Have to fix that That's, game of yeah. tooth and yeah, yeah. And get that cuteness back because right now he looks like fucking Chavo del Ocho <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh man. man. No, yeah. What's a what's a crazy fucking? We're almost into the end. Yeah. What's a crazy VIP like story? Oh my god. I see some on live. I seen it, dude. There's been a lot of ones. Um, I'll give you my top three. My top. Okay, my top one was. I had an episode where everybody got every... I had my sister. I invited my sister. 
I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I invited my sister. She's so good on the microphone. So funny too. My she's she's my second. She's my twin, bro. Mm-hmm. So I could imagine you could imagine how that episode went. And she killed me at what year was that? Got every single fucking answer right. Fuck. Bro. And I got shit faced. We had an amazing episode. And right when we finished, Dre goes, none of that was recorded. This episode crashed after the tenth minute. And I was like, wait, I drank all that alcohol. And I'm embarrassing myself in front of my sister. (laughs) And you're going to tell me that none of that was on there? This is one of the best episodes ever? Yes. Okay. Fuck it. I shook his hand. I said, fuck it, Dre. You know what? Me and my sister had a great time. We'll do it again some other day. If anything, me and my sister just kicked it. And Dre watched. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? The moment we think, like, it's alive and stuff. I mean, that is a moment right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as long as you and your sister had a good time, a bond time, uh-huh. and you're like, well, I got fucked up, you know, and everything. Second crazy story, that's because it was crazy to me, is that Dre doesn't really drink. Dre doesn't really smoke weed. I noticed that. And there was one episode where he smoked and drank beers with me and Joe Simcoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I had him on my podcast a while and, back. And Joe Simcoe, he's a very a big supporter of Electric Brewing. Oh, yeah. He came in and gave us an IPA fucking taste test on all kinds of beers and drinks. We had a great time. And Dre was there along with us. And he was drinking all the beers with us. And to me, that was just amazing because I'm like, dude, you don't do this. But you're doing it. And it was... Not only crazy, but crazy beautiful to me. Because I was like, wow, me and him are actually... Because Dre's very distant. Maybe, you know, he's an, he's an older guy. He's an older dude, very distant. You can't just be his friend. You have to gain his trust. You know what I mean? And um, we got past that. He used to have a big front. This big wall in front of me and him. But we worked together. But I think since I'm so ready to die for Super Audio Network... And I told him, you know what? When the VIP started, he was like, because I got mad at him because he wasn't giving me the time that I needed to make the show happen. Yeah. He's like, uh, um, there's some other networks that'll work with you. If you want, go with them. I go, really, asshole? I told him, bro, I've been with you for since day one. I stuck with you. I've been loyal to you. Everything. Give me a fucking chance. That was a serious part of it. And he was just like, okay. I go, dude, you cannot turn your back on me. I, I'm i here for a reason. There's something here, and we got to finish it. You know, and he was like, all right. And since then, the rest has been history. I think that day, he made a fucking great decision. You know what I mean? And that's not me blowing my horn. That's me showing because I'm proud of my work. I'm proud of the, the, the podcast that I have. And... Now, I've been setting up a structure. My thing is to get out there and start shaking hands and making shit happen now. You know and, what I mean? And, it, and it's good that you're doing that because, like, you're, you're doing it. You're, it's like, you know when people talk the talk, but can they walk the walk? Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, like, a lot of people get mad, like, Mega Man, why you rub people the wrong way? So we talking about, you always post all your guests, you always post this, like, you want to build your ego. I said, no, I'm doing this because I want you to know 
this is what I'm doing. Watch it. I'm watching. I'm not talking about yeah. it. I'm being about it. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You know, and all that. I, I, I appreciate the hustle. Yeah. Hell yeah. The hustle that you do, it might, what, people call it what, spamming? Yeah. No, man, that's hustling for but us. People, but people think to us, like, they, they think that we rub it the wrong way. Like, like we're, we're cocky. We're not cocky. No, we just, man. we do what we do. No. We get through people's days. There's a line, like I said, when, when you were on the podcast last time. Yeah. There's a line. There's the fools on the field, and there's the fools in the audience. Only the people on the field understand what the fuck we're talking about. Yes. When it comes to rapping, making music, producing, podcasting, painting, fucking graffiti, fucking loving fixing cars, beer. Only the fucking players know. So when you're a spectator or an audience member that doesn't know what the... Shut your fucking mouth, bro. You don't know. You don't know. You have to know what it's about. You have to be a player on the field to know what the game is. Exactly. Thank you. That's all I have to say, bro. Yeah, that, no. That, that's to- you totally agree because we're making the audience go through their day. Yeah. It's not us. It's not about, oh, you're, you think you're some big shit. If you think like that, bro, you're not a supporter. Or they think like, oh, you're rich, huh? You're, you're too tuck- <laughs> the whole, you're You get that, right? I'm like you, bro. I'm just like you. The one hating on me, I'm just like you, you fuck. But I'm not just a bitter person like you. Mm-hmm. I'm out there trying to do something. You're hustling. I have a fucking son and a family that I need to take care of. I want to have nice things. I have to keep hustling to get where I want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, look, I mean, there is a person, I won't mention name, but I'll tell you off here. But when I post a picture of Joe Rogan where he started with Brian Redband, yeah. look where he's at now. Yeah. And, he, and then he said, oh, why you got to focus on Joe Rogan? And once you focus on your dream, because... He he made that platform for us. And it's inspiration. Now we, inspiration. Now we're gonna follow it. Yeah. And if we get big, fuck it. it you could be like, man, I want to retire doing podcasts, and you bring income coming in like how he does. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, top off the Sunday, number three. I know you watched it. <laughs> uh, I, I have a best it. friend named Arturo Churro, and I didn't have him on my podcast because. When he gets attention, he likes to act like he's the most famous shit ever. He ain't nothing. He is nothing to be fucking be like, wow, you know? But he's like, no, 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 I'll be on your podcast. I'll behave. I'll be a good guy. You know, I'll give you all the stuff. Yeah, all right. Okay, cool. But the thing about me and my my brother, Churro, we're hound dogs. So we start drinking as soon as we wake up till we depart. You know what I mean? So we're, we're, we're there fucking just pounding. So by the time we got to the podcast, he was already on Popeye mode. Popeye had his spinach, you know what I mean? So he's out there, his chest out, trying to be all fucking, so what do you, what do you want? I'm like, bro, what do you, stop doing that, you know what I mean? And he does this thing where he gets into improv and he tries to do characters. And, and he puts the mic right here, tall, yeah, yeah. and he starts barking. And uh, there's a reason why we call him the angry ape. He's true though when he's sober. Once he drinks, he's the angry ape. The angry ape doesn't give a fuck about nothing, and he's just a piece of shit. You know what I mean? So the angry ape was on my fucking podcast, and he was a hit. I thought this was the most horrible fucking episode ever. Hell no! I was fucking pissed, but the viewers loved it. The viewers, people called in like, "Hey man, what's up with that drunk guy?" You know, you even called in, and you were being cool with him, and he was like, "Fuck that guy! I fucking, kill, I'll fuck him up! I'll kill him!" And all this shit. The sheriffs are outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, "I'm gonna drop in a crash my seventh car." 
I'm like, <laughs> and the sad part is that he's being honest, dude. He crashes so many cars, dude. Are you serious? Yes, dude. I thought he was joking around. No, he's not fucking joking around. Oh my dude. god. So, and then uh, Dusty, my boy Dusty, calls in and tells him, "Hey, man, uh, and, and, and this is, it's it's Dusty's demeanor." Demean- and Dusty's so good at talking shit, but he was being so polite about it. He was. was like, hey, man. But it was sarcastic. How, many, how much do you have to drink? What do you give a fuck? Fuck you and everything. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I hope you're not going to drive home like that. <laughs> the fuck is it to you? And I, I'm just like, bro, this is so bad, dude. My guest and my fucking callers are talking shit to each other. This is on fucking live fucking YouTube. But uh, and the next morning I woke up and... Apparently you guys loved it, so I was like, "All right, keep that episode." To see you laughing nonstop for like three or four minutes, like you're just like closing your eyes, like I was so bad, I had to, co- I had to tell Dre to turn his mic off. Yeah, I yeah. was like, Mike, I was like, Dre, turn his fucking mic off. And Neff was like, "Man, fuck this." Do you remember um when Birdman came out on the Breakfast Club? Oh yeah, and he was like, "Stop talking about my name." I don't want to talk no more. No more. That's who I saw right in front of me. Wow. That's how I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck you. And at the end, he was trying to be all nice again at the end of the episode. This guy. I was like, oh my God. That has to be one of the... That's a fucking VIP podcast <laughs> moment. VIP fucking podcast moment, dude. Oh my dude. God, it's horrible, bro. And it was on a Monday night. We drink on Monday nights, fellas. We, we, ladies and gentlemen, we're drinking liquor, Cobra, fucking Grey Goose. Fucking... Yeah. Oh, it's so bad, dude. I know, dude. That's one of the reasons every Monday, what do you wait? I mean, everyone has a, every like Taco Tuesday, Hump Day Wednesday, yeah. VIP Podcast Monday. Yes. That's how I see things as okay, 7 p.m., boom. Yes. The VIP is yes. the. I like that song in the beginning. <laughs> the intro is very intro, catchy, right? I like that shit. Um, yeah, man. I just try to push everybody to watch the VIP Podcast on Monday um, to subscribe to our channel, uh, Super Audio Network. And you just won't find the VIP. You'll find all our shows, dude. We yeah. have fucking, uh, we have uh, Social Primates. We have the Jag Show. We have the Super Audio Show. We have uh, Freestyle Fridays. We have uh, Playtime. We have uh, what else? What, am I missing anything? Uh, we have the Dusty Vision TV Show. We have all these fucking shows, bro. It's not just me, but I am the best one on the network. <laughs> nah, just fucking around. Yeah, I got one last question. Yeah, what's your end game? My end game is to have something, to have a nice platform. There's shows that I look up to, like The Fighter and the Kid, Ooh. Uh, fucking, you know, Tiger Belly, Ooh. fucking the What's Up Food podcast. Ooh. Like, shows like that. I want to, my, my, my thing is, I don't want, I'm not trying to be rich. I'm not trying to live lavish. Or, I just want a good following like them. Because as much as I love to listen to them, People should be in love with the VIP podcast because it's a fun show. It's about anybody interesting. You don't have to be fucking famous. I'm not trying to chase fucking clout chase. I'm here to be with anybody. Anybody from my city. Bell, California, Maywood, Huntington Park. Especially those three cities. I fuck with you so hard. And if you're doing something beautiful, I'll fuck with you. You know what I mean? My thing is to reach for the people that I admire and have a chance to have a conversation. You know what I mean? The people that I watch, the people that are interesting, skaters, I do bands, skaters, comedians, artists, anything, anything interesting, I want to give you exposure on that fucking show. Not only that, but I'm going to fuck with you, you know what I mean? I'm going to fucking make you laugh, I'm going to show you some funny videos, 
and we're gonna get drunk. And I fucking love it, man. I mean, like, <laughs> what's the limit of guests? Like, you okay? That's it. You had too much. You can't come on no more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, because I, I had two already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had two. Uh, Mark Rizzo had three. God, fucking uh, the recess kids want to come back. Fucking uh, dude, there's just a lot of people. There's a lot of people that want to be in. My thing is, I I get excited when I book a date because I'm like. Me and you that day, we're gonna have fun. You know? I know when you DM me like, "Hey, you ready for today?" Like, huh? And it's like, "Oh shit, fuck it, let's do it." I was like, "Fucking game you on." Forgot we booked, huh? I forgot we booked, but you know what's like? <laughs> Let me go get some beers. I got and I brought all the goodies. It's like, let's fucking make it work. And yeah, and I, I like I, it was unexpected. I was like shocked, but it's like we made it work. Yeah, dude. Every day I'm just trying to advance and make the VIP podcast even better. You hustle. Um, I have a new. I want to have followers. I want to have like Justin Bieber's has his believers. You know, uh, all these other people have their thing. The VIP. I need more vipers. The vipers. That's my fucking following now. The vipers. Remember that viper alarm? <laughs> so all true vipers tune in to the VIP on Monday and we have fun. Hell we yeah, fun. man! Well, uh, fix. Thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I Thank really fucking me. appreciate Dude, this is a good fucking episode. Yeah, yeah. We got the Mega Man. We got the fucking beers. We got Border X. Border X. We got Shasta yeah. Lewis and the crew and everything hooking Hell us yeah. up with some beers, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, do, you want it, do, you, uh, do you have any shout outs or anything? Yeah, just follow me on uh, Darko's Fix. That's my personal. I'm the VIP. I'm the VIP main host. I'll say co-host. What the fuck? I'm the <laughs> VIP host. And please follow the VIP podcast. The VIP podcast on instagram i need more followers um i'm not gonna be fake like these other guys buying followers all of a sudden you have Hell 50 no. 000 followers and only 12 likes that makes no sense oh. my thing i want my shit to grow with real listeners please tune in on mondays mondays every monday at 7 p.m 7 p.m ish but 7 p.m uh super audio network.com super audio network.com you just fucking tune in you type that in and the first thing you'll see is us live on Mondays at 7 p.m. And follow our YouTube channel, too, Super Audio Network. Everything Super Audio Network. Please follow us. And, uh, yeah, man, you won't regret it, man. You'll have a good time. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And people, everyone's telling me, Mega Man, you know any good podcasts? VIP podcast every Monday, 7 p.m. Give them a follow. Give my boy Dre Super Audio Networks a follow on Instagram. Wow. Killing, killing it. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, uh, Lewis. Shout out to Lewis. Lewis just bought, oh my God. Lewis just bought us a third round. Wow. Third round. Yes, 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 Thank yes, you, man. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Thank man. You. So, right now, we're drinking an Abuelita. This is the one. This is our third glass. This is the one everybody talks about. Yeah. Bro. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That's good. <laughs> so, what did I tell you about, yes, we talk about coming on the Mega Man's podcast? You made it happen, bro. It's, it's fucking amazing. I, I fucking enjoyed it being on it's about time i'm on different podcasts bro Dude. because i'm tired of doing mine <laughs> no i want you I, I you know to be honest i wanted to get you on and don't forget i have to do another podcast with yes. your boy eddie yes yes on yes. social primate oh that's right you uh, know so, later on today. yeah social primates yeah. i can't wait to do him because he's very uh political he's more about intellectual. the city it's intellectual i know he's about the city yeah and there like i said we'll talk about it later but there was an incident that happened with cut with the uh, airline oh yeah with the kids That's yeah right. and all yeah. that we're gonna talk about that and everything but uh dude everyone every monday 7 p.m super audio network go on youtube vip podcast and tell them the mega man sent me you're gonna Hell fucking yeah. 
fucking love it. He's one of my uh, good friends, yes, and sir. I have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I don't. I rarely say this. Uh-huh. This has to be no lie. One of my top five best. Uh, podcast episodes I like I love awesome. doing. Hell yeah, dude! I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I'm Hell not blowing yeah. smoke. This is one of my favorite because, dude, we're like we, we just feed off each other. We're doing what we love right now, exactly. Fuck yeah, we're drinking and podcasting. Free beers. You can't. You cannot Fucking do awesome. that. Border X, man. Hell yeah. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at the Mega Man's Podcast. Uh, personals, uh, Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zinc. Uh, Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zinc. Uh, Damn, I'm a little buzzed right now. 6980. 6980. Mega Man 6980. Yeah. Uh, Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Uh, Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can find my podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Radio Public, uh, the whole nine yards. Other than that, uh, Lewis, Borders X, Fix, Super Audio, Dre, VIP Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, man. HP Maywood. I love you. All right. Mega Man's out. Fix out. We out. Yes, sir. Later, Ace. Later, guys. Late.